Hello everyone, I'm Swapnil and you're listening to Perspective, the podcast produced by ISBR Business School. Even if you knew that this day is coming, nothing can really prepare you for the real deal. On 23rd September, everything felt surreal. Roger Federer retired from competitive tennis after playing 1500 plus matches in 24 years. For the last decade and a half, he's been a perfect ambassador of tennis, winner of record 20 grand slams and a holder of other numerous records. Federer's stylish play and gentlemanly behavior has enhanced his standing even further to the point that he was once voted the second most respected individual in the world after Nelson Mandela. There are different kind of retirement in sports. Sometimes you can't win anymore. Sometimes you're interested in some other stuff and do other thing, but it's usually when your body tells you that you can't do it anymore. The Lever Cup was his final ATP event. He will play more tennis in the future, of course, but not in the Grand Slams or in the Tour. This is what Federer said. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt, and now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive era. To talk more about this, I will invite my very good friend, Mr. Hemant Kate, a former national level tennis player who have been playing tennis for more than 15 years and have played professional tennis and been in circuit till under 16 age category. He had been ranked within 100 in India while he was playing. He have played in Asian ranking tournament as well. So hi Hemant how are you tell me something about yourself Hello Sapnil I'm good how are you I'm totally good Hemant Yes thanks for inviting me for your podcast a pleasure to even talk about the greatest tennis player of all time Roger Federer who happens to be my inspiration as well for taking up tennis Okay So yeah can you can you tell me something about yourself like uh, when did you started playing and uh, like how was everything why did you choose this particular sport yeah like, so it it happened all, everything happened 15 years ago when actually my father was very interested in tennis he had he was so passionate but he okay. couldn't play and i started playing okay. and uh, okay i've been in the circuit for around uh, 10 years but later i couldn't mm-hmm. continue and i've been okay 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 yeah i've been ranked within 100 in the national level in india and Great. i must admit i'm a huge fan of roger federer okay and that is the reason why i invited you for the podcast yeah <laughs> uh yeah so so hemant like i'll quickly jump to the to the question that i actually felt of putting it and asking to you is is roger federer is the best ever like do you think he's the one who has brought tennis to the highest level uh, anyone have played ever yeah and i should say i'm a strongly agree with that statement because there are few reasons okay. that i have observed all these years why he is the greatest of all time so first thing yeah. i have to say he has played tennis for 24 years that is far yeah, more yeah. than anyone has ever played professionally okay you, yeah, i cannot yeah, even you imagine imagine anyone playing for 24 years that to tennis and mm. secondly if you have been following tennis in the past few decades you can notice that dynamics of the tennis was very different the likes of yeah. andre agassi pete sampras boris becker used to play tennis very differently they used to just serve and volley and you know if you if you have yeah 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 followed yeah, tennis, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you will know that mm. and yeah it is it was federer federer was also playing the same kind of tennis when he started and i have observed that but soon after mm-hmm. he changed he used to play from the baseline okay and that changed okay. the dynamics of the tennis altogether 
and whoever that has followed after Federer, the likes of Rafa, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, or Andy mm-hmm. Roddick, everyone started to adopt to Federer's kind of tennis. So yeah, that mm-hmm. that is the second thing that he has changed the dynamics of the tennis altogether. And the third and the most mm-hmm. important thing is staying relevant. Okay, staying relevant for twenty four yeah. years. Can you imagine that? How exactly, man? Exactly. How rapidly the tennis has grown and developed over the years, and the fitness standards have increased immensely. Likes of Novak Djokovic yeah. to compete against Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal, and still win Grand Slams against them. So yeah, that is yeah. that is very important. And that is that is something insane, you know. Like in this age, he's like, uh, yeah. in, uh, and this this particular sport need a lot of you know a lot of fitness, it, uh, it, which I think uh, I'm not a very big follower of tennis, but I feel and from it, 24 years, it's it's actually you will understand it, it more it's, precisely. It's, it is insane. You cannot even imagine. It's, it's just one man show. You are one man on the court. It's 30 30 mm. feet by 30 feet, and you have to move everywhere on the court and. Sometimes the matches can go up to five hours, six hours straight without any break in between. So, yeah, man, yeah. And to do it for okay. 20 Grand Slams. And if you know how the Grand Slams work, they, the Grand Slams will be for two weeks. And mm-hmm. two weeks and every day, I mean, day after day, you will be playing a match. And after when you proceed into the Grand Slam, you will be playing more difficult matches. The matches will take four hours, five hours. And again, the next day you have to come back and play one more match. And to do it for 20 times is not a joke. So Federer yeah, yeah, man, is yeah, the greatest yeah. of all time, I must say. Exactly, exactly. And I think uh, the the standard that he has set, you know, the popularity that you, when you told you you only told me right now, like uh, when when it was played by you know the people who who were before Georgia, yeah, it was something different yes. than when he came. It was something different. Exactly. So the popularity that tennis have, Roger Roger has a very big impact on that. Yes, he definitely has. Yeah, he has inspired yeah. millions of players like me to take up tennis, to love the sport, yeah, yeah. and to take up fitness as well. So he has done a lot for the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and plus his like his identity, the way he is, you know. After winning twenty Grand Slams and the uh, you know the player uh, the kind of player he was so dominating you know best in his sport best in his area then also the gentleman behavior that he had the yeah. persuade uh, he had was something different something you know uh, appreciable yes that is what makes him stand out from the rest of the people you can exactly you know the young players who with just a little bit of success they it gets mm-hmm. into their head but even after yeah. winning. 20 Grand Slam. He's so humble. Mm-hmm. He's so well-mannered, well-behaved, accepted all over the globe. He's yeah. one of a kind. You should admit. Yeah, Iman. Also, I, I wanted to ask you as, like, do you feel this was the right time to announce his retirement? Like, obviously, we cannot ask someone to deliver this long. He delivered insanely for 24 years. But still, some people, you know, some of his fans was, you know, waiting, like, it could stretch to two more years or one more year. So, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, well, of course, we can, as we as a fans, we would want him to play forever, but that won't happen. Yeah. Actually, in tennis, it's very difficult. <laughs> and he, exactly. in his retirement speech also, he told that 
his wife could have stopped him play any time but she mm. kept on encouraging him and she kept on pushing him harder so if if he has mm. announced the retirement he might have given a great deal of thought and his coaches and his family might have and also in the past two years he has injuries have bothered mm. him uh, very much mm. so i feel it's the right time to retire and okay. as i already told you that uh, it's a very demanding game physically you, you know that and uh, even you can ar- argue that uh, football is also a physically demanding game but there are 11 players in football and uh, you know uh, yeah. football yeah, can yeah. go up to just 120 minutes stops including the extra time okay exactly exactly but uh, tennis tennis has no limit for when it comes to time till you win yeah you keep mm-hmm. pushing harder and you keep punching and so yeah. to even imagine that he has been relevant in the game for so long even that gives me chills yeah totally totally man say and do you feel uh, roger deserved uh, a better farewell like like the impact he had on tennis it was huge uh, but retiring from competitive tennis by playing just a match just a just a match like there should be a world tour or something where every country or every place he must be there and you know it should be celebrated in a way like for he had served uh, tennis for 20 years so do you feel something like the farewell could have been better well again we as a fans we expect a lot but uh, i don't think yeah. so because uh, he had the best farewell i have seen in the past few years because there was rafael nadal Okay. One of his best mate yeah. and his greatest rival of all time, Rafael Nadal, was there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Noah Djokovic was there. And if you have seen those footages, Rafael Nadal was weeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It also, that was something, you know. Yeah, I, I haven't seen this kind of, you know. Yeah. I have seen people retiring from cricket as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember Tendulkar retiring and the, the catch uh, Darren Semi took, you know. He was, after he took the catch, he was upset. Yeah. You know. I, I still remember that, uh, yes. you know, that uh, video. But uh, but this is something, this is something, you know, unimaginable. Like both were crying and weeping. Exactly. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I don't mm. think uh, you can see Cristiano Ronaldo coming to Messi's retirement and feeling the same yeah. way. So this is yeah, very special. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it also, you know, it happened in Labour Cup. It is one of the Rogers' favourite tournaments as well. So I feel it's a mm. pretty great farewell that he, he got. Okay, yeah, totally. And and I this is this is something which which is about his playing and like how he was successful over uh, these twenty years. He was so dominating, uh, very competitive player. Uh, according to you, why his style of tennis was so infectious? Okay, so the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of Federer is magic. Okay, okay. the flair okay. with the flair with which he used to play. And, you know, commentators used to say he's not swinging his racket. He's swinging his magic wand that he has in his hands. That he can bring magic (laughs) in the tennis court. Mm. And uh, he has played shots. He has hit shots that I cannot imagine no one hitting them. There are few shots Mm. that you can associate only with Roger. I can name them. So he has introduced... Something called as tweeners, hot dogs, okay. backhand smash, and smash for a smash, etc. Mm. Those things were way ahead of his time. Uh, you can yeah. see people 
the youngsters playing those shots now, but to play them 15 years, 20 years ago was no joke and Roger was very mm. <laughs> comfortable doing them. And also, there's mm. one shot that I've never seen anyone play. It's called as, uh, you can, if you're uh, enthusiastic, you can go on YouTube and check. Mm. It's, it's called as Sneak Attack by Roger, S-A-B-R. So, okay. He he used it on Djokovic for the first time, and uh, okay. I remember that. I remember that match. Uh, Boris Becker okay. was Novak Djokovic's coach, and uh, Boris Becker was on court watching that match. And when mm-hmm. Roger did that, Roger did that once, and Boris Becker was okay, fine. He might have done something. It's okay. <laughs> Boris mm-hmm. Becker this. Then he did it again. Okay. On uh, Jokovic okay. and Boris Becker was shocked. Jokovic was shocked. <laughs> okay. It was. Uh, I still remember that match, and I've okay. never seen anyone do that. And also, okay. yeah, one more mm-hmm. thing. And his fitness standards are on par with any of the twenty-year-old players, and that is why mm-hmm. he is able to pull off those shots. It's not easy to play difficult shots because mm-hmm. you need to be mm-hmm. flexible. You need to help correct amount of balance to hit a backhand smash mm-hmm. is unimaginable for a tennis mm-hmm. player he understands that and uh, mm-hmm. that is why he kept on updating and that is the reason mm-hmm. for his longevity in this sport okay and and there this thing i can uh, i want to add is uh, uh, when you talk about tennis and, and the fans of tennis okay and you only played uh, the sport so well so what they uh, what they do the tennis fans or the tennis players they talk about the shots okay if we, if we as a like i'm a cricket fan if i talk about cricket i will talk about the innings that kohli played yeah. i'll not talk about the that shot mm-hmm. but this is something beautiful which uh, i have seen with uh, tennis fans and tennis players they talk about the shot how that shot was exactly like what impact that shot have how it can be replicated yes. something like that yes absolutely so this is this is yeah this is something beautiful i find in tennis yeah because uh, yeah, yeah. one shot can uh, derail the opponent's confidence because if you can pull off something that is impossible on the tennis court mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. opponent's confidence will go down that I am doing everything correct, but that guy is uh, playing everything, I mean, doing everything that is very difficult for him to do. And uh, that derails the confidence of the opponent. So, Federer mm. has been banking on that. And uh, okay, <laughs> that is the reason. He, they say mm. he's magical. Mm. He does something okay. that you cannot even imagine that can be done on the court. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, at last, I want to ask you, Hemant, uh, a memory of him, you know, okay. that's, that inspired you, any match or anything he did that made him someone different from other tennis stars, that made you feel like, you know, that he's someone is very someone very special. And, you know, this is something when you follow a person, when you f- uh, follow a sport person, which I can feel, I really like uh, MS Dhoni. Okay. Then whenever they play, you feel like you're playing, you know. Yes. So, a, me- a memory of him that inspired you, if, well, can you, if you can tell me. Well, I must admit there are a lot of fond memories with Roger Federer. And uh, mm. I've been following him since uh, 12 years. I started playing tennis since 15 years, but I was too young at the time. Okay. And uh, I've been following him since 2008. And 
every Grand Slam I've been following him. I just watch his matches on the Grand Slams. <laughs> and okay, okay. the re- most recent one I can remember is in 2017. He won mm-hmm. Australian Open. Uh, mm. Coming back from the injury after six months. For six months, he was out of the competitive game. He had uh, okay. he, he was number 17 in the ranking. And uh, mm. no one had no expectation that he would win a Grand Slam at that age. He was 37 or 38 years old at the time. And the last mm. he had won the Grand Slam was in 2012. That was five years ago. So, mm. 2017 he came and he took everyone by surprise. He took himself by surprise, <laughs> I must say. He has admitted that. <laughs> okay, okay. And he he, he had to beat uh, Stan Wawrinka, who was playing fantastic at the time. And in the final, he had to play against his greatest rival, that is Rafael Nadal. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a five-set match. I witnessed that match. I I must say I'm very fortunate enough to have okay. seen such matches. And I was I saw that match, and in the end, Federer won. Okay. I was so surprised, and uh, I was so happy. And in the end, what he told is very important. He told that mm-hmm. in tennis there is no draw like we have in cricket. Or football. Okay. If there was one, okay. I would be very happy to share with Rafael Nadal. He told that such was the okay. match. And mm. uh, later, this this is actually mm. 2017 is a turning point for his life. He had won 17 Grand Slams till then, and 2012 mm-hmm. was the last year he won a Grand Slam. That was Wimbledon in 2012. Then after mm. five, till uh, next for the next five years till 2017, he hadn't won any. Grand Slams. So in okay. 2017, he came back and won Australian Open, and again he came back in summer and won the Wimbledon the same year. That was also oh unimaginable. Mm. He was 38 mm. years old. Then again, mm. he came back to Australia in 2018 and won the Australian Open once again back to back. Again, that was unimaginable. He won yeah, three yeah. Grand Slams within an year when he was 38 years old. Can you imagine that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. This is insane. Yes, that was insane. I, everyone mm-hmm. thought that Roger Federer was finished. Even I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I might not see him win one more Grand Slam. So I must, you know, go back to mm-hmm. go back to highlights and watch, it, watch him win <laughs> okay. uh, Grand Slam. So, uh, yeah, it was very surprising. Mm-hmm. And uh, I must say, this is one of the most heartbreaking moments for Rogers fans. It came in 2019 mm. Wimbledon final. I mean, if you mm. have, if you know, uh, it was on uh, July 14th or June mm-hmm. 14th, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure, but mm. so we had uh, cricket World Cup finals as well on the same day, okay. and we had the Wimbledon okay. finals as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm, yeah. Yes. So both yeah. of them were played in England. They England, were just yeah. few miles yeah. apart. The both the matches were happening. Yeah. And uh, both of them went to the edge of the wire. Okay. You know, I was watching both the matches in in my mobile <laughs> phone. I was streaming okay. the World Cup on my television. I was watching the Wimbledon final. Okay, like Wimbledon tennis was uh, put at the biggest screen. Yeah. So I can I can understand how much you love tennis. <laughs> Yes. Okay. 
and yeah. uh, federer had to beat rafael nadal in the semi finals to reach uh, finals semi finals mm. was an epic encounter as well and the finals mm. it was against novak djokovic so okay <laughs> and roger federer it was a five set match it it took mm. nearly 6 hours to complete okay oh, yeah roger federer mm. had uh, two match points in the final set mm-hmm. on his service mm. but uh, mm. he couldn't capitalize on it and uh, novak djokovic came back and he won the tiebreaker he won the match novak djokovic but roger federer had to win just one point he would have mm-hmm. had 21 grand slams but he couldn't that is one of oh, the most um, heartbreaking moment for roger fans and also at the same time in the cricket world mm. cup the match yeah, went to the super super over yeah final of the cricket world cup so it was yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah england is in mm. <laughs> so like it was a upset for both the teams you know yeah which were kind of emotionally favored by the world yes it was it was yeah yeah it was i was very heartbroken oh. that day <laughs> you cannot even like, imagine uh, like uh, yeah like you you put uh, two matches on both screens and the results were not what you wanted yeah, on both ex- screens exactly exactly <laughs> okay okay himant himant uh, this was something i was looking for um, i really wanted to talk to you about roger thank you for taking out time and doing this podcast um, i really appreciate you uh your input uh and i'll i'll uh, obviously in future if you wanted to talk about tennis or something i'll definitely call you sure sure i would really appreciate yeah, yeah. that and like yeah. roger why he is called the greatest of all time is because he is a great yeah. human being as well very humble person at heart so yeah that is the one lesson if i if we cannot take up his tennis lessons we can always yeah, take yeah. up this lesson from him that you have to be a humble human being and okay the greatness lies in simplicity that is what i take from him exactly exactly okay man uh, thank you for joining me thank you for joining this podcast thank you so much yes thank you so much thanks so much yeah and thank you listeners for joining uh, it's a goodbye from my side see you in the next podcast okay man